Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Hello and welcome to the show tonight. I'm so glad you chose to join us. I think we're going to have a quite the delightful conversation. The topic tonight is the energy medicine yoga prescription. And our guest tonight is Lauren Walker. The energy medicine yoga prescription is the name of her book. And we're going to be talking about that in just a minute. But I wanted to take a moment and be, um, and talk about you yourself. You, you're sitting here listening to the show. And, and you have this sense of self, of who you are. But what I really like about this radio show is we have taken so many different views, so many different strategies to look at the nature of our own nature, the, the potential of our own consciousness, if you will. And uh, I suggest to you that no matter what pace you take to um, unravel yourself, to grow yourself, to expand yourself, to, to bring yourself into harmony uh, more and more and more, that there will always be more of you to discover. And I know that's a really simple sentence or concept. Okay, so there's, there, there's, there's something always deeper. But... I suggest our mythology kind of stinks when it comes to show us examples of our true potential. If we look at the mythology, if we look at kind of the the history of our human culture over time, I suggest you the really big now, now certainly there's there's some personas that have been portrayed as the giants that they were, Jesus, Buddha, etc. But I, I suggest you many, many examples of very powerful people never got passed down. I, I mean, look at, the, look at the media of our culture today. Um, I've worked in broadcast television 35 years. And I, you know, I always, in the morning, um, without the sound up, <laughs> I don't want to really listen to them, but I want to just see what they're talking about and how it relates to our human condition. Rarely, rarely do they ever talk about anything that has a true substance, a, a true um, ability to affect our, our human paradigm. So in other words, there's a whole, there's a whole realm to our culture that goes um, unpublished, unnoticed, if you will, by the collective. And what I like about this show is we hunt those people out. We hunt those personas out and showcase the power of their persona, the power of their elixir, their Kool-Aid, what they're, what, what's coming from their heart and what they're sharing for humanity, that we may awaken who we are, who you are, who I am. Because imagine if, if you were just casual about how you grew yourself and, and you... you headed off on one trajectory to the through your life and then in this very same moment 
you decided to wait a minute, I'm going to I'm gonna amp it up. I'm gonna ramp it up. And you hold that consciousness on a whole new trajectory for your life, you would end up in two completely different places. 10, 20, 30 years down the road, you wouldn't recognize each other because of the rate in which you discovered your potential. And what I like about our show tonight is what we're talking about, energy, medicine, yoga, prescription. And, and to turn and, and engage the episode, if you will, um, Lauren has really re, um, created a wonderful book. I'm holding it in my hands. Um, she really um, takes the time to communicate what she's sharing in the book with pictures and dialogue, and, and the two really go hand in hand. So let's get the episode started. Um, the topic, again tonight, is the title of her book, The Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription, An Invaluable Guide to Help You Uncover the Root Causes of Specific Physical, Emotional, and Psychological Health Complaints, along with a treasure of potent self-care practices to accelerate, accelerate your healing. Lauren is the author of Energy Medicine Yoga, Amplify the Healing Power of Your Yoga Practice, which she published through Sounds True in 2014, and the book we're going to be talking about tonight. Both books won the Nautilus Silver Award for Best Mind-Body Book. She's been teaching yoga and meditation since 1997, and she created Energy Medicine Yoga while teaching at Norwich University, the oldest private military college in the country. The huge success of her work there led directly to the publication of her first book. She teaches EMY yoga, energy medicine yoga, across the United States and internationally. Um, I, I think it's time to get the conversation. Join me in welcoming Lauren to the show. Lauren. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. You know, I can really see the the passion that you have for this material in, in the book that you've created. Um, you really, um, it, it seems to come from your heart. It, it's a very um, passionate and perhaps compassionate um, um, endeavored that for you to share this material with humanity what what got you engaged in the idea of energy medicine yoga um well it really came from a personal experience and um the work that i was doing for my own growth and healing that led directly to this work and so i'd been teaching yoga for many years, and yoga itself is a very powerful practice, and um, I really loved it. I took to it right away. It made sense to me. It felt right in my body, and it was very healing. But I was also noticing limitations to what I was able to move or transform in my own life, and I, I kept coming up against things that, that weren't able to be helped or resolved by my yoga practice. And 
I ended up taking a break from teaching yoga, and during that time, I met Donna Eden and was introduced to her work, which is Eden Energy Medicine. And it's very simple work, very elegant, and incredibly powerful. She teaches how to work with the nine energy systems of the body in a very tactile, intuitive way. And I started to notice that the things that I wasn't able to resolve or touch or work with in my yoga practice, I, could, I was able to meet them and work with them in my energy practice. And because I still had a daily yoga practice, I started to put the two together. And what I noticed then is like this turbocharge of both practices. So the, the results from my yoga practice went through the roof and the results from my energy practice went through the roof. And when I went back to teaching yoga, as you mentioned, it was at Norwich University. And these students were, um, you know, not your average college student. They were training to go off into theaters of war all over the world. And so I wanted to give them tools to keep them grounded and centered and whole in themselves and authentic and, and, and honest. And so I started introducing these yoga practices with the energy medicine techniques woven into them. And the results that the students had um, were equally as mind-blowing, if not more so. And at that point, I really knew I was on to something. And I started to write it down, codified it, put it into a book. I showed it to Donna, and she was also blown away by it and said, this needs to get out there into the world. And flash forward, here we are, another book later. And, um, and yeah, we're spreading it out. Well, I like that. So, I mean, now... Right on the cover of your book, it says energy medicine. So this this energy substance, this elixir, um, I'm pretty sure it's um, an elusive uh, aspect of ourselves. And certainly we can feel moments when our energy shifts. We can feel moments when um, the energy is, is um, something that we can perceive and sense. But in energy medicine, what's going on there? What, what makes the medicine energy? So I'd actually say that it's not something that is, is so subtle, um, which is interesting because in yoga everybody talks about subtle energy and kind of like what you're talking about, that you, you can't really sense it. Maybe you have a lot of energy or you don't have a lot of energy or you have some moment where you have, you know, an aha moment and you feel like that must be connected to some of this elusive energy. But the truth of the matter is energy is all there is. We are all energy. That's all we are, vibrating, frequency, light. We are energetic beings. And when you start to learn the rules of energy and how to work with it, you realize and discover quite quickly that it's very tactile. It's very um, it's very much in the physical body as well as being what the physical body is made up of. And so it starts to lose that kind of esoteric unknown quality and become something that is really quite simple to work with and the results that you find from working with it are quite profound. And as a matter of fact, when we, one of the first things that we do is, is tap into and feel different energies in the body. And when you start to feel an energy system, whether it's a meridian or a chakra or your aura, 
um, when you actually feel it in your hands, then that's when people are hooked because it makes real something that for so long we have thought of as this, like I love that word you said, elusive. And it's not elusive. It's right there. It's what you are made of. Well, when you have experience with it, it's elusive. I mean, it's, um, it's easily sensed. I agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying. But I also, I've, I've also had conversation with um, rank-and-file people who don't have um, an energy practice, don't have this notion of an energy persona. And if you talk to them about energy, their eyes kind of roll a little bit, and they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm just me. And they don't have this um, um, experience with it. Uh, and um, maybe I should rather say a conscious experience with it. Uh, like for myself, I, I clicked off 35 years of my life and the cosmic two-by-four that cracked me open like a bug on a windshield um, that changed my whole life trajectory was a moment when a huge amount of energy came pouring out of my psyche, and that energy had was specifically anger. And the moment before that, for decades before that, had you asked me, do I have an immense amount of anger stored in my persona, I'd laugh at you and say no. So and and I'm not I'm not belittling the point whatsoever. I'm what I'm suggesting is I'm I'm honing in on the notion that the energy in our persona um, is a very powerful realm to put our consciousness, to put our experience, to put our practice, to put our intention, because we're going to find aspects of ourselves that exist in us now as energy. That, that perhaps we weren't as mindful of before we set that intention. So you've been doing this for years now. Um, w when you talk to your clientele, especially perhaps newbies that, that don't have a history of working with um, energy medicine yoga, what are some of the responses that you hear from them? Well, you know, so it's interesting doing, you know, doing a radio show with you now where, you know, you and I aren't seeing each other and um, we're not seeing the audience that's listening to this. And so if you don't see energy, it can feel just like this, like just some voices talking about something that might be interesting or might not be interesting. But when somebody walks through the door into my classroom, then immediately we get into the tactile. We get right into the practices. And so we talk a little bit about it. I share with them what I share, you know, with you, energy is all there is. I'll maybe write the equation E equals MC squared on the board and, and share, you know, a little bit of um, the, the history of what we know about energy and what we don't know about it. And that really we experience energy by the results of it. And it was fascinating that you just brought up about this anger event that happened for you because all emotional events are energetic experiences. So if you're happy and joyful or if you're sad or if you're depressed, all of those are different qualities of your energy just as much as, you know, the, the, the standard I'm tired or I'm full of energy. And even things like people say they don't feel energy in the body. Well, I would ask this. 
do you feel any pain in your body? And then someone would say, yes, I have pain in my elbow or my hands hurt or, I, you know, I, I hurt my foot. Well, that's energy that's stuck in the body. Any pain in the body is energy that's stuck in the body. And so there's, you know, have you ever had a stomach ache? If you've had a stomach ache, that's energy that's stuck in the body. If you've had a headache. So the body is speaking to us all the time in energy, and you are experiencing it all the time. If you've ever had an intuition, if you've ever had that sense of, of foreboding, if you've ever had, like, you know, somebody walks into the room that you really like and you feel, like, all glittery or, or, or um, you know, excited inside, that's energy. And so you really do have an experience with energy in the body, even if you've never named it as such, or even gone to the, the place of calling it medicine. Um, and we can talk about that in, you know, uh, later if you'd like to, but we all have experiences of energy. So when I get someone in the room, I get them right into working with their energy systems. And the first question I say is, how do you feel right now? And, you know, a, a voice comes into your head and says, you know, I feel tired or I'm annoyed that my, you know, husband or my wife dragged me to this class or, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling. And then we do the wake-up, which is the very first technique that I teach, and it's in the book. Um, There's videos of it all over that you can get for free and just watch and follow along. And we do this very simple three, two, three, four-minute practice. And then I say, how do you feel right now? And invariably, everyone in the room says, wow, I feel more alert. I feel more peaceful. I feel more calm just from working with the energy system for two or three minutes. And then we go in and we do the rest of the class. And by the end of the class, the skeptics are the one that are signing up for, you know, the longer programs and they want to learn more (laughs) because they had that experience that, okay, this is something real. It is something that draws results very, very quickly. And, wow, after that class, I see it is very simple to do. So this is not the kind of yoga where you're wrapping your leg around your head or doing any of that crazy stuff. This is about moving energy in the body to find the most cohesion, the most harmony in the body, the most coherence in the body, so that the body can do what it wants to do, and that is to heal. I like what I like what you said. So even the most skeptical client is turning around and signing up for more once they've had a, a more intimate experience with that energy. I like everything you're they're, saying. They're the most favorite ones. The skeptics are, the, are, are my favorites because, you know, they're the ones that come in and say, oh, this is all woo-woo, you know, and they're just kind of glowering in the corner. And by the end, you know, they become the best cheerleaders. They're the ones that are recruiting people for the classes because they see the effect and they really were transformed from not believing. And it's not a belief system. I mean, you, whether you believe it or not, you have nine energy systems of your body. And if you're not working with them and your body is incoherent, that's causing you to be tired, to not be able to get better when you're sick, to kind of be dragging through your days or uninspired. I mean, it causes all kinds of things if your energy isn't working well for you. I mean, you think about it if you have a faulty wire in your house and the lights are flickering or you have a bad internet connection and your internet keeps going out. It's the same thing in your body. If these pathways aren't open and easeful and flowing, then you've got that sort of flickering, you know, dropped connection that keeps happening. And you know that, you feel that, you just don't know why. And the reason why is your energy isn't aligned. Right. Well, I like that. The, um, so for yourself, I mean, you've been doing this for a while. Um, 
you talked about short-term effects, about newbies walking through the door, and by the end of the episode, the single session, they've, they've, they've had a, a transformational experience. And then um, perhaps as you engage this material further, um, and, and, and you take your own consciousness and you put that awareness on your energy persona through your practices, what, what changes have you noticed in yourself um, from, from a, a, a longer scale of time? I mean, perhaps from when you first started this practice to where you are now, what, what kind of differences have you seen? Well, you know, it's interesting because you keep bringing up that word consciousness and, um, and, and how that transforms for us over time. And I think that is true. Absolutely, our consciousness changes and, and opens up and gets wider and we understand more. But at the same time, our minds are very tricky things to work with. Um, our minds can trick us. Our minds can lie to us. We have all sorts of, um, of things that go on in the mind that are, that are challenging for us to really achieve our full potential. We have voices in our heads that aren't necessarily positive or beneficial. And the thing about energy is it transcends all that because it actually underpins all that. Your energy is primary. Your mind and consciousness arise from that. And so when you work with your energy, that is a, a simpler way to affect change in your mind and your consciousness, as well as in the physical body and the mental body. And I think the biggest changes that I've noticed in myself, um, and, you know, I really attribute it to the energy versus just, you know, the, the natural process of, of transformation as we age. But the biggest thing that I've noticed is everything in my life is calmer and more centered and more grounded. And, uh, you know, I've gone through, even as I've done this work and written these books, I've had some incredibly traumatic life experiences that had they occurred without these tools might really have, um, I, I mean, almost destroyed me because they were that potent, um, certainly sidetracked me um, and, and kind of thrown me underwater for several years as different things had in my past. But now that I had these tools to work with, I was able to, um, to integrate these experiences, to digest them, and to um, let the, the story go and let the energy go and come back to a more balanced and centered place, which really is the goal all the time with whatever our experience is, whether it's a traumatic physical injury or a traumatic emotional experience, um, that you are able to let the energy of that experience um, run through, run its course, um, and give you whatever information that you're supposed to get from it, but then come back to a place of balance and ease and even a place of seeing a bigger picture, which is often aligned with a faith that, um, and, and not I don't mean a faith, a religious faith, but a faith in, um, in the unfolding of your life, even if it doesn't make sense to the conscious mind, maybe your life is unfolding in a way that you wouldn't consciously choose to, but our unconscious minds work in ways that we don't necessarily control. And so if we can get to a place where we're accepting and, and easeful and also thriving with whatever's happening, and I think that's the biggest shift for me um, is this ability to stay really centered and to come back to my center more quickly when I get thrown. So when 
Um, I like what you're saying. So when you when you talk about um, energy medicine yoga, and and you just mentioned um, coming back to your center, um, if somebody's been practicing traditional yoga and there's no such thing as traditional yoga because we've interviewed every flavor <laughs> of yoga on this show, but but. Uh, a sense of uh, centeredness and groundedness can happen through the yoga process. What's different about um, being centered and grounded with energy medicine yoga? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yoga is a powerful practice in and of itself. But when you add this yoga component, uh, excuse me, this energy medicine component with it, it allows you even a, a, an even faster entry into these practices um, and, and a more, you know, it's hard to say more grounded and more centered, right? But the truth of the matter is with a regular yoga practice, it's not always the case that your energy is following these pathways that, that it needs to be following. And I've spoken to many people who finish a yoga practice and they're, then they're tired and they need to go take a nap, especially some of these more active um, practices, or they're getting injuries and they need to then, you know, change their practice so that they can resolve and heal these injuries. And with this practice, that's not happening because you're, you're aligning the energy primarily. And so everything above that aligns much more easily and, and much more quickly. And some of these more esoteric yoga practices that work with energy aren't really available to beginner and intermediate practitioners um, because they're just not taught that way. And so this work is really accessible to people that don't have, you know, a a 20-year yoga practice where you're studying the sutras and you're studying, you know, the ancient texts and all of that. This work is, is just right up there and right opening you to this world. And I've, I've just found so many people, even long-term practitioners, I, w- I want to say especially because a lot of my senior teachers have been studying yoga for years, and I've had many teachers say to me they were about to stop practicing yoga, stop teaching yoga because they weren't noticing the effects anymore. They weren't feeling um, empowered. They weren't feeling excited about their practice. And then they found energy medicine yoga and everything transformed for them. It just works on such a deeper level and a more holistic level than any of the other kind of yoga practices that I've studied. And, and I've studied quite a lot of them. But it just takes you, you know, there's no yoga practice that I've studied that allows you a way to work with your emotional body um, and, you know, and, your tra- and, and the trauma body. I just took a workshop with, Um, a yoga teacher who specializes in trauma yoga. And some of the things that he was saying in the class, you know, if you've experienced a traumatic event, you know, um, you'll never lose that that fight-or-flight response when you think back on the traumatic event. And he read some, you know, pieces that he'd written about it. And he said, you know, you can see even in my voice right now, I'm going back into that, and my body is still holding that. And I was there with another of my senior teachers, and we turned to each other and we looked and we said, absolutely, you can, you can get beyond that. And there's some really simple techniques to do so. And this is one of the senior trauma teachers in the country, and yet he didn't have these very, um, very elegant and easy tools to use to release himself even, let alone his students, 
from the lingering effects of, of his traumatic experience and of the PTSD that was still affecting him. And so there's just techniques that aren't available to, uh, you know, to standard yoga practices, no matter how advanced you are. Well, the, um, I really like um, what you've done with the book as far as, um, uh, I mean, to, to purchase the book and then engage the material, um, it, it's such a wonderful um, process of, of bringing this idea of energy medicine yoga into your life. Now, um, where is this being taught, I mean, in, in person? That's a great question. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I teach a lot of different events. Um, I've got a few coming up this year. I'm teaching at Omega in the middle of June. That's in upstate New York. I'm teaching a workshop, uh, excuse me, a retreat in uh, Montana in August at Feathered Pipe Ranch. And I also teach teacher training. So teaching other yoga teachers how to bring this work into their classrooms. Um, I've got one coming up in Denver at the end of, uh, I guess we're in May now, at the end of this month. Um, then I'll be on the East Coast in New Hampshire. And what uh, one of the things that we're doing now is creating this school to teach teachers how to bring this out into the world so that we've got uh, many different levels um, of programs for you to learn how to teach this. And then we've got a lot of online programs as well because a lot of people you know, we've got a lot of international students, and we're actually building an, a library that will be up by the end of the summer uh, or fall of, an, of online courses. But we've already got a few as well available. So there's a lot of different avenues, whether you like in person or, um, or online. So if, if um, so you just mentioned the online as um, video opportunities and other um, ways of communicating information, but I guess the the point I'm looking for is if I live in, um, on the other side of the planet and and I purchase the book, um, is is that what I need to start my own practice within my own home by myself? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I mean, is so there's a couple of things. So if you've got if you purchase this book, Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription, it has an hour of embedded video with it. So it helps to illuminate some of the practices if you're not, um, you know, some people are visual learners, some people like to read to learn, everybody's got a different style. So we illuminated um, some of the practices that might be a little bit more difficult to understand just reading them. And it guides you through um, all the practices in the book. But there's also a couple of online courses. I've got two courses on dailyohm.com. You can just um, put in my name. And both of those um, courses uh, help you build a home practice. If you don't have any kind of yoga practice and you want to really start from square one, the first course, which is Change Your Life with Energy Medicine Yoga, builds one minute or two minutes a day over eight weeks so that you really build a practice that's not only your own personal practice, but it's designed for you, your energy specifically, and what you need. Um, and then we've got a super exciting course coming up. Um, this uh, It actually will launch June 6th, where my teacher, Donna Eden, and I um, put a course together um, for Yoga Journal. And that illuminates 
all of the practices in the energy medicine yoga prescription. So there are um, five elemental practices plus the essential practice, and plus we do these workshops every week where Donna shows us what is happening energetically in each of the specific yoga poses. And so we do, I do a straight version of the pose and then the energy medicine yoga version of the pose, and she shares energetically what's happening. And it is fascinating and brilliant. And if you, um, if you start to watch those, you'll never practice yoga the same way again because the energetic effects of this practice are so powerful and, and they're so easy that you'll just laugh. And so you won't want to do what you've done before without adding these little tweaks and techniques in. So that's a really beautiful class. And like I said, that's coming up really soon. So when you talk about a class, is is this process like a a, uh, a workout? Is it difficult? Um, kind of give us an idea of of the uh, I don't want to say endurance, but what does it take to participate in this? So there's any level that you're at, you can participate in this. As I said before, this is not that acrobatic kind of yoga. Um, where you need hyper flexibility and you know um, Olympic level strength to do these kind of moves, this is really available for anyone. As a matter of fact, some of the classes that we're putting online, we've got one specifically chair yoga for people that have mobility issues. We're doing a balancing class for aging. Um, so we've got classes that really speak to whatever level that you're at. But even just our our general classes like this course with Donna and, and like the courses in the book and the, the two that are online right now with Daily Ohm, you can do this practice no matter where you are. This work meets you where you are. And the truth is energy is all there is. And energy doesn't age. And energy um, doesn't, doesn't matter what size or shape or what shape you're in right now. Um, wherever you are, if you start to do this practice, you will see enormous results. So if you've never done yoga before and you're not feeling like you're very in shape or the one I hear all the time is, I can't do yoga, I'm not flexible, um, and this will, you, you will start exactly where you are and your energy will start to transform and you'll start to feel better and stronger and more healthy and more clear-headed and more engaged and joyful in your life, the results just go on and on and on. And so wherever you are, I just encourage you to start. So um, can, you, can you share with us uh, a, a success story, a wow story of uh, one of your clients who has worked with your prescription book and has reported a transformation themselves? Yeah, I could share quite a few. We actually, every time um, we have our, our teacher trainings or our longer retreats, we put a miracle board up on the wall and people write down, you know, the miracles that they're having um, as they happen. And, you know, I'll just back that up for a moment to say when I discovered energy medicine, it was really at a crossroads in my life when I could have gone deeper into um, studying, um, you know, a higher level of yoga or um start to work with Donna. And Donna herself is a miracle story. She healed herself from MS. She had a heart attack at 27. Her doctors couldn't do anything else for her and told her to get her affairs in order and to find someone else to raise her children. And instead, she turned her ability to see energy into a way to heal herself. And 
it was a miracle. I mean, you know, you don't hear people healing from MS. And she's 75 now and the most vibrant, energetic person you've ever met. And so I had a chance to study more yoga or to go towards miracles. And I decided to go towards miracles. It was kind of a no-brainer. And now I see over and over again the miracles that happen, large and small. And so, you know, over a four-day workshop, we'll have people, you know, insomniacs finally getting a night of sleep, Um, people, you know, transforming their digestive and elimination issues, which you know if you've suffered from any of that is, is, is a huge issue. And to all of a sudden be able to, you know, go to the bathroom with ease, that's a miracle. Um, people have, you know, talked about uh, relationships resolving, stress. Uh, I had one um, client who had debilitating anxiety. He would have to leave work. He had so much anxiety. And I gave him this very simple anxiety technique, which is in the fire practice in the book that you have. And he would go into the bathroom when he started having an anxiety attack and he would do this technique and he would go back to work. And he was at the point where he was going to have to leave his job because he had such debilitating anxiety. But the story I love the most at this point um, this woman took our four-day training. She's actually now in our master course. And she um, had had breast cancer and had um, had a lumpectomy and then had another lump, and they went back to remove that. And when they removed the second lump, they nicked some of the nerve endings in her upper arm, sort of towards her armpit. And so she lost sensation in her arm, lost all feeling in her arm. And she would wear these this sleeve, um, which, you, you know, you've probably seen on people if they have fibromyalgia, it's the same kind of thing. It's a, it's a compression sleeve on the arm. And so she had that on, and... Um, so after the first day of training, and this was not, you know, this was not a course in specifically healing anything that she had going on. This was a level one training to teach her how to bring this to her classes. So after the first day, she went home and, you know, she took her sleeve off and she said, she called her husband. She said, I, I, you know, I can feel something in my arm. And she said, but you know what? It's probably nothing. I don't want to get excited about it. You know, it's, it's nothing. And, um, and he said, yeah, you're right, it's probably nothing, but just keep an eye on it. And so the next day she came to training, and then the next night she went home, and she said she could feel something still, and she would, like, run her hand down her arm, and she said she could feel it. Um, And it was still, you know, she still had the sensation. She talked to her husband again, and she said, well, it's probably nothing. I don't want to get excited about it. And he said, yeah, it's probably nothing, but keep an eye on it. She came to day three, took the third day of training, went home. That night, she woke up in the middle of the night with this pain in her armpit, and she first got very nervous because, of course, she had had two lumpectomies, and so she thought, oh, no. And she woke up, and she kind of, you know, when she was fully awake, she's like, what is that in my armpit? And it was the covers that had been all bundled up and stuffed in her armpit, and she could feel it, and she hadn't been able to feel that before for two years. And that's what had woken her up, and that's what had been, she translated it as pain, but it was actually sensation. And she had sensation down her whole arm, and it still has not gone away. That was over a year ago. And so she she got her feeling back in her arm from doing this work. And she is, you know, of course, one of the, you know, our best um, proponents of this work because she herself had what she called a miracle. So that's pretty powerful. Well, I, I like how you're sharing these stories. The, 
the human psyche is is powerful to begin with. To to do anything with uh, the human persona, you're really playing with, you know, nuclear power, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have so much um, um, raw potential as just as ourselves, just as our everyday selves that. When you start engaging practices like this, it can have a very powerful um, effect on your body. So you talked about um, level one class. Um, give us an idea of the structure. Um, how many levels are there? Um, what does it take to graduate or to become a teacher? Mm-hmm. So the level one course, you have to already be a certified yoga teacher, um, which means at the very basic you have to have a 200-hour teacher training. And we do make exceptions. Um, we have several, we are actually have many people who take the level one training as an intensive for themselves. So they, you can do a self-study track if you're not a yoga teacher, but you have a strong practice. And the course is over four days. And it's 28 hours, and there's homework, and there's an exam and a video that you have to submit to show competency with the material. And then you're qualified and you're certified um, once you pass your exam to teach a certain amount of this work that you've learned um, in your classes. And after that, we have a master training program. And that is a year-long immersive program where you come to Montana four times over the year for a week long each time. and and get a deeper level of training and you have exams and videos you know with all of that and and that qualifies you to teach another level of um of certified curriculum and all of this curriculum is available for continuing ed credits through yoga alliance um and then after that uh, advanced training which is um which is a 300 hour yoga alliance certified course um, then there are other advanced trainings. You can train to become a teacher of the level one. You can train in different um, advanced topics. We have a, an advanced chakra class, um, an advanced trauma class. So um, there's all of these courses that are available to you once you've gone through the 300-hour course. So there's quite a lot of options um, out there. But th- the starting gate for everything is to take that level one training if you want to go on that on that course of learning how to become a teacher. Nice. I like that. So can you give us some, a few simple takeaways from this conversation, something uh, that we can put into immediate practice, um, some simple daily practices? Absolutely. So I'm going to give you a couple of pieces from the wake up, which is that baseline, um, you know, the very first thing that you're going to do if you come into a class or if you start with a book, the first thing you're going to do is the wake up to get your energy moving forward and crossing over. (laughs) Excuse me. And those are the two most important directional flows of energy in the body. And they're the two root causes of every single disease pattern in the body. So from pimples to Parkinson's disease, if your energy isn't moving forward and crossing over, you cannot heal. And that's not to say that, you know, doing this wake-up technique is going to cure you of cancer, but nothing is going to resolve and heal unless you get that energy moving in those directions. And um, it gives you sort of a 50% boost in your energy because if they're not going in that direction, you're working at literally a 50% deficit. And so it starts just by banging on your chest 
Tarzan styles, like um, stumping all over uh, the upper chest, right over the rib cage. And you'll do nice deep breaths, breathing in the nose and out the mouth, and just banging all over your chest, literally like Tarzan. And that's really what he was doing. He was waking himself up and getting prepared for either battle or for the journey of his day. Um, so really, really powerful. And again, it's kind of laughably simple. And, and you see, if, if you ever watch um, any, uh, any uh, professional sports, if you watch the Olympics, I've seen so many ski racers in the gates something on their chest, getting themselves ready to go. So it's really, um, it, it's, a, it's a tried and true technique. So that'll be the first thing you do is something on your chest and then something um, below, at the low rib cage. So if you have breasts, you're going to go over your breasts and go right underneath them on the sides of the rib cage. And, you know, obviously it's the same for a man, but, you know, you just, you're just going to go sort of uh, right at the low chest, at the low triangle of ribs there, and you're going to um, thump on those too. And what that does is it helps to integrate all of the information that you're bringing into the body. And anything that you um, eat or drink or ingest, it, it, it helps to digest that too because it's working with the energy of the spleen, which is what that's one of the things that the spleen energy does. So those are the, the, the thumps that you'll start with, something all over the chest, all over, basically all over the rib cage. And the next thing you're going to do is march in place. And you can do this sitting down or standing up, doesn't matter which. And you're going to tap your same hand to your same leg. You're just going to do that two, three, four times. You're going to stop and, like, dust off your hands like you're, you know, um, getting some, uh, some dirt off them. And then you're going to cross your arms over, so the left to the right knee, right to the left knee. And um, you'll march in place that way. Or again, I'm sitting in my chair. I'm doing it right now. My hands crossing to opposite knees. And you're going to do that for twice as many times as you did the same to the same. And what that does is it helps to encourage the energy to cross over the body. So just those two things, banging on your chest and marching in place, crossing your arms, will have such a powerful effect. And, and I have to say again, because people sort of start to like, really, this lady's crazy. What are you talking about? That's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. All I'll say is great. Keep that idea that that's the goofiest thing you've ever heard and do it every day for 7 to 11 days and tell me what the results are. And I guarantee you that you will have some immediate changes in your how you feel, how you start your days. It's really powerful. And that's just the half of the wake-up. Um, and, again, if you want to see the whole technique, um, like I said, there's the videos in the book. You can um, Google it. I've got videos all over YouTube and all of that kind of thing. Um, but, but those are super, super simple techniques that you can do right now, even if you're in your, sitting in your car at a stoplight, and get that energy start to work for you. Well, I like that. Um, so how, how does this work with um, people with mental or physical disabilities? So there's a, that, those are two different things. So let's start with the physical disabilities. So if you are, um, and this is why, you know, we're doing the chair class this year. So if you're in a chair, a wheelchair, or you're, you're chair bound or, you know, bed bound, you can do some of these pr practices. But the other thing is, is you can visualize these practices, and they still have the same energetic effect. So you'll visualize doing these thumping on your chest. You'll visualize crossing this energy over your body. And you will still have that effect because where your attention goes, 
your energy flows. And so you can, you know, I, I do these practices all the time in my mind. Like this morning, I had to get up really early, and I did not want to get out of bed. So I, excuse me, I laid in bed, and I held this couple of points, and I visualized um, tracing of all my meridians. And then I visualized tracing all my radiant circuits, which is another energy system. And I could feel the effects of them just by lying in bed um, and, and, and watching them happen in my mind. So if you're physically impaired and unable to do it, you can still visualize the practices. And, you know, it, it depends what, what, what you're talking about when you're talking about mental disabilities. So one of my first teachers that I trained worked for a mental health nonprofit. And for a year... She taught all of her clients there this wake-up technique that I shared a little bit of it with you just now. Um, And the whole technique takes, you know, two or three minutes. And that's all she shared with them. She didn't do anything else. She didn't do any other yoga poses. She didn't, you know, do any breathing practices. She just shared that. And she told the story of one man in particular who was completely nonverbal and wouldn't make eye contact, was just, you know, uh, almost catatonic. And after several months, at the end of his session, he looked her in the eye for the first time ever, and he said, thank you. And every time she, she tells the story much better than I do, it just brings everybody to tears because this person who was sort of trapped in themselves finally found a way out. And it was through this work that he found his way out back into the world. And so it can really help um, especially because so many of our mental illnesses are rooted in emotional imbalances and in in lack of touch, in lack of appropriate touch, feeling safe in the body is a huge one. If anyone's ever suffered any kind of trauma, to come back to a feeling of safety in the body is enormously important and very, very challenging. And with these practices, you have an easeful way to kind of step back into that feeling of safety and it's not a mental construct. You work with the, the body to sort of redesign and realign the energy from this feeling of unsafe back to feeling of safety. Because there's an actual, there's an energy system of the body that holds that field. That whole, It's called our habit field. And it holds that. And so if you have any kind of mental illness, it's held in a habit field. And if you have any feelings of unsafety or even you know, unworthiness and unhappiness, those are held in a habit field. And so you can go to as much therapy as you want to, but if you start to learn how to shift the energy of those fields into a more safe and loving environment, that happens much more quickly than years of talking about what it is that brought you there. Or again, if you're like this gentleman and, you know, talking about your issues isn't even an option, then it's another way to to get... Not, it's not even beyond it. It's underneath it in, in a really compassionate way with the self. Nice. Well, um, time can go by pretty fast. I want to make sure the audience knows how to get your book, where your web page is, the various methods that you engage individuals. Will you give us the whole rundown now, please? Absolutely. And, you know, the whole rundown is pretty simple. You can find everything you wanted to know about me everywhere I'm going to go, how to get my books, how to get classes, how to come and see me live. Everything is on my website, emenergymedicine, emyoga.net. 
And um, you can contact me through there, and I love to hear from people um, with their experiences or if you've got questions or concerns, emyoga.net, and, um, and come track me down. Come do an event with me. Um, join into a class or get a book. or You know, I really encourage you just to start out, even with just that little technique I gave you tonight, just start small. And the payback will be so huge in easefulness and peace in your life. I promise you'll want to go deeper. I like that. We've been talking about the book Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription. And uh, when did the book come out? Um, It came out in the fall of, you know, I've got to say, I think it's 2017 now. I think you're right. I thought it was 2018, but I think... It's either 2017 or 2018. I know it was 2018. It came out last year. <laughs> it's, time gets collapsed when you're doing so much of this and traveling and teaching. Um, but, yeah, it came out in October 2018. And what has the response been? The response has been overwhelming um, and literally a little bit overwhelming um, because, you know, I'm a very – sort of solitary person and, um, you know, I teach and I, I teach a lot out in the world, but then I come home and I, I kind of hunker down and all of a sudden I've just gotten requests all over the place to come and teach and share and, um, and people wanting to study this work. So it's been, it's been incredible, incredible journey. And, um, and the response, you know, people have just, I get emails every day from people who have, had beneficial effects from this work and are so thankful and grateful and that really is the uh, the value for me is to is to see how many people are helped and healed by this work so who did you have in mind when you wrote the book i mean who's the book written for hmm. oh, that's very interesting you know on the one hand it was really i wrote it to save my own life. I really did. Um, I had some circumstances that I mentioned um, that were really kind of could have blown me apart. And it came about around the same time that I had signed the contract for this book. And I really wrote myself back to life with this book. And what I, what I do love about the book, you know, it's, it's focused on the, the practical yoga aspect of the practices. But for each of us, when we're going through something really challenging, you don't know exactly what it's going to be that's going to bring you back to life, bring you back to health, bring you back to center and wholeness. And so there are all these other practices in the book that contribute to that sense of wholeness in the self. There's journaling practices and gratitude. There's a whole section on Ayurveda and diet and nutrition. And we are holistic beings. And so we really do need to look at ourselves in the context of what we need completely and not just what we need in one area of our lives. And so this book really helped me to come back to, come back to life. And, um, and it was through all of these practices. And especially when you're dealing with something, you know, a potentially life-threatening illness or a disease pattern that's threatening to you, um, you, you need to try a lot of different things to find what is the key that's going to work for you and unlock your healing potential. And, you know, there's so many practices out there and so many paradigms out there. I wanted to, um, to make it as simple and easeful for people to find that key um, because, I knew myself when I was in the depths of the depth 
you forget everything you've ever known about anything. You forget all the tools you have. And so I wanted to put it all in one place and say, okay, this is, this is how we can get back to wholeness. This is how we can get back to health. And from there, um, spread it out to help other people. Well, very nice. Um, do you have any closing thoughts for our audience? Dive in. Don't be afraid of the concepts if you've not heard of them before. They are so simple. It is your birthright. You don't have to be special to have a miracle happen in your life. You don't have to know anything about yoga. You don't have to be gifted in anything. You don't have to be anointed. You don't have to be a chosen one. You are special, and you are a miracle just as you are. So just dive in, put your toe in the water, and open yourself up to the potential that you have. Wonderful. I like it. Well, Lauren, I want to thank you for being our guest on the show tonight. Your passion for your material is quite evident, and I've really enjoyed our conversation. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. We've been talking with Lauren Walker, and the topic tonight has been the Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription, which is the name of her latest book. It's, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning of the of the show, the, the potential that you have as a human being on Earth, well, a human being anywhere, is, is um, an infinite stream of inspiration, of ideas, of creativity, of expression. And, and that can seem like a, a pretty nominal sentence, but... Um, when you take the time to to heal yourself, to cleanse yourself, to bring yourself into harmony with that authentic um, source within you, um, you change the rest of your life. And to be to be able to do that um, at a ever expanding rate, if you will. Uh, what I'm getting at here is whatever you can dream of exists as a possibility within your own persona. Your soul's not going to show you a dream that isn't possible. Um, your soul doesn't play that kind of crap. Your dreams, no matter what they seem like, if they're too big, seemingly too big to your ego, seemingly out of reach, seemingly... Um, not really um, what you thought your life was going to be about. Uh, don't, dis- don't discount them. Trust that as you, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is don't judge the rest of your life by how your life looks like now. <laughs> I tell you, um, we've talked about the plasticity of the brain on the show before, and I've been really playing with that. I've been really giving my brain uh, whole new arenas of stimulus. And I tell you what, I feel like I'm growing younger. And I'm not going to stop. I'm I'm stripping naked and jumping in. It, it's like uh, <laughs> I, I'm kind of uh, hooked on the notion that um, I'm a pliable, programmable persona of awareness. And I get giddy. I get laughing when I think about what's possible for my life. 
hey, you know, it's my passion to bring you episodes like this where we provide tools, we connect you with people that help you grow who you are. We're all here for a very powerful purpose. And when we can show up for that, when, when you show up for your life purpose, the satisfaction can happen at such a deep and, and rewarding level. Hey, I'm your host, Les Jensen. It's been my pleasure sharing this time with you. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a New Human Living radio broadcast. You can raise your own personal power with Personal Power Fundamentals Home Study Course at NewHumanLiving.com. Thanks for listening.